Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. And we're back! After a couple months off, we wanted to kick off the new season just talking about the past nine months in this COVID-19 pandemic and talk about a variety of topics. We're also looking to hear from you. We'd like to know what kind of topics you guys are interested in us covering and talking about. So please go ahead and email those ideas to me at rmsdanville at yahoo.com. We hope that you're staying safe and healthy. And let's get this started. Hi, Coach Michelle. Hi, Hedy. We're back. Yay. It feels weird, doesn't it? It does. It's been a while. Um, but I'm really excited to get back on this podcast train because it's, uh, it's been a while. It and, has been. You know, it's, I, I, I didn't have the motivation to do it for, for a little bit since the quarantine started. And I was doing the Zoom ones for a little while. But after that, it just kind of fizzled out. And I don't know. I think we're finally starting to get back into the routine of things figure out a swing yeah yeah i think also when everything started to open back up it was kind of like bam and everything just took off running so yeah. so the things that we had been doing right kind of got put on the back burner while we figured things out again this is true and now as in season two you're going to be my co-host i am so for listeners what we, what's going to happen is you're going to get to hear both of us every week yay, yay. <laughs> Notices was a little more <laughs> excited. <laughs> and occasionally we'd love to have guests, but we don't really know where this podcast is going to go. And this is, that's the beauty of it is, um, you know, we don't have a, a set map. We just kind of going to go with what's given to us, you know, just like current times, things get thrown at us and we have to kind of change and ad- adapt and adjust things as we go. I feel like we're hitting that part again mm-hmm. these days with the dance program and where we're going to go as far as the direction of that goes and all that stuff. Um, so we're just going to kind of see where this goes. So let's start with like how we are doing, you know, how we've been doing in these nine months. And, you know, the purpose of this podcast, especially in this season, we want to use our stories or our examples as a motivation, inspiration to talk about things that's going on. Obviously, we want to sprinkle in our, our expertise in fitness and training as well uh, and nutrition. Uh, but at the same time, I want this podcast to be relatable. I want listeners to be listening to this and go, yeah, like I can relate to that. Um, you know, part of it is like it's so easy to feel alone in today's world with everything that's going on because you, we're not just connected. We don't get to have a conversation like this on daily basis with strangers. Right. Well, even you and I. Yeah. Like, we just this, don't have as many conversations anymore. It's, it's true. It's very different. It's very true. We have to like intentionally make those moments to like see. And, you know, like you can have conversation on Zoom and FaceTime. It's just not the same. It's not. Right. right. It's we mm-hmm. I think humans like we need that interactions one on one in person. And, and obviously, you know, for, for, for good reasons, we're not doing that, um, but we miss that. So we want to be able to give this as, as something that you look forward to. And when you listen to it, you can relate to what we're talking about. So I think it's, it's a good starting point to talk about how we're doing, how we've been doing, mm-hmm. how we're thing, uh, running things and uh, how things are going as, as a whole. Right. This morning I was out on a walk and I realized it is nine months. Like that's the first time that the the time span has really hit me. In the beginning, we thought two weeks. 
mm-hmm. two weeks. We were going to shut everything down for two weeks. I remember leaving here. It was like an extended slo- snow day. I tell this story all the time, and I thought, I'm finally going to get my house clean. I have the next <laughs> two weeks to clean my house. My kids can tell you I ripped it apart, but it's still a mess because for nine months now, all five of us have been in the house for everything. You know, me for work, the kids for school, uh, you know, my son's home from college. So it's, yeah, it's a whole different world. But that really hit me this morning. Nine months. Yeah. And do you remember, I, as I look around this messy room uh, right now, uh, I remember having the TV that's all mounted on the wall now. We used to be on the ground on top of a box yes. that we used for box jump. Yes. And we were coaching in front of it because we were just kind of like getting used to coaching virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was such a weird concept to us when we first started. We really didn't know what we we're doing. We just kind of jump right in. Right. But now it's just like part of our daily routine. And I think we're getting better and better because we recognize that like, and we were talking about this yesterday, coaching virtually takes a lot more out of us than coaching in person. It really does. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we really have to hone in on what the clients are doing. And also we don't want to just stand there in front and, and not say anything. Cause we know that like, I think because we've been on the other end mm-hmm. of taking the classes, we don't want to be too quiet as a coach. Right. We want to continuously give motivation, like continuously be the motivator, also the instructor and the coach to give them, give them what they need. I think that's where we really try to hone in on. And whenever we coach is like, what do our clients need? What are they looking for? And, and then, and the experience that we try to pull from is our own of being in that shoes and thinking to ourselves like, okay, like I think in these moments, this is what we're looking for, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so what a change that we've gone through in the past nine months. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, with the virtual, um, you really, so a lot of our clients were previous clients before everything shut down. So some of them, you know, some of them you can cue, even if they have their cameras, so you can't see them, you know, you can cue them or you can cue the general class, check your shoulders, make, you know, give them different cues just to make sure that they're, they're doing what you need them to do. Uh, but it, but it really is, uh, it's, it's stepped up my coaching and it's made me have to be so much more aware. And then as people come into the gym, I can see some of the things that people have kind of gone a little bit, they've reverted a little bit into some bad habits. So then as I'm coaching other classes, I'll remind them, Hey, when I see people in person, this is some of the stuff that I'm seeing. So make sure that you're, you know, doing this or not doing that. Hmm. But yeah, virtual coaching has really stepped things up a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the convenience of virtual coaching is <laughs> nice. As Coach Michelle almost <laughs> fell out of her chair. <laughs> um, you know, that we can coach from anywhere. I think you coach from home more now than you do at the studio. I do. I make it a point to make sure that I'm here when I coach um, because I need that, like, work-home separation personally. Mm-hmm. I think that's something a lot of people struggle with, and we're not, you know, we're not – exception to that i i have a hard time coaching from home um especially with all the distractions and the things that like i need that separation and work from home and sometimes it's really hard to do what about you i like to coach from home i do like to come to the gym i love seeing our our old clients and it's two very different environments too at my house i have a little virtual setup i have a chalkboard wall it's in my kids old playroom that they don't use anymore um but i've become familiar with that that's like my tuesday thursday morning routine so I do like it there, but then I also do really like to come to the gym, 
Um, there's more equipment available. And then at the gym, I'm coaching virtually and in person. So that, you know, you're working with people in front of you and you're working with people on the TV. So it's, yeah, two unique scenarios. For sure. It's, um, I don't know. It's, I think we're going to keep the virtual option available even after this pandemic is over. I think people seem to like it. Yeah, I think, and I think just... I think our whole world is going to change after mm-hmm. all of this, and there's going to be some things that we really stay consistent with, mm-hmm. not just at the gym, but just in the whole world. Some mm-hmm. things that, uh, you know, have just kind of simplified or changed because of the need to, mm-hmm. and we found out that they worked. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've learned a lot through this quarantine and pandemic and just, you know, being asked to kind of change and adapt on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um I almost feel like as a business owner, I haven't really had the time to be time to really tune in with my feelings too often mm-hmm. um, or reflect on those kind of feelings. And I, I, I feel like a lot of people have gone through the similar things um, and you just have to constantly go, 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 go and continue to adapt. Um, and what I've learned is that like there is a lot of things fall in the middle there are no extremes the extremes are usually not the answer you know i think in terms of like people who fell off from the fitness journey and if Mm -hmm. you're one of those people that's listening i want to tell you like it's okay Mm -hmm. it happens right now it's hard to do that right and and there are a lot of things that's pulling you in a different direction that you're not used to um that's needing your attention and and because of that your fitness journey went kind of off the hillside and and that's okay. Like right. that's, it's just like life throws curveballs at you and we just need to change according to that and put some stuff on hold. Um, and, and there are also like on the flip side, right? Like there are athletes who are able to push through it and get stronger and, 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 and get better. And same thing with our clients and made sure that like they know this is their stress relief. Mm-hmm. And so they kept that cornerstone. And, and, and we are so thankful that, that, that we're part of that journey. And, uh, and, and we want to commend you for knowing like, hey, this is my cornerstone. I need to keep this to keep my sanity. That's great. And and I look at those two as complete opposite, right? Like people who look at fitness as a cornerstone, mm-hmm. people who are a little bit sad because their fitness journey has kind of gone down the wayside for now. And and the both are okay. Right. One neither one is wrong or right. Mm-hmm. And and it's just how it is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I hear that so often now that uh, fitness has been like the glue that has really held things together for so many people. We're all going through, this is, this is unique because a lot of times when we go through something big, it might only affect us or our family, us individually, or maybe your job is affected. Um, but this is something that has affected the entire world. Mm-hmm. Everybody has been affected across the board, you know, pretty much uh, equally. Mm-hmm. Um, So we're all trying to figure it out together. We're all, this is new to all of us. I've said that before raising teenagers, I don't have anybody to go to and say like, hey, so when you went through a pandemic with teenagers, how did you handle it? We're figuring it all out on our own and just trying to really make the best choices we can as we move forward. And like you mentioned before, everything is 
changing quickly. So as it changes, we have to adapt also. Which also, I, w I do want to mention, like you said, um, you know, certainly if your fitness has taken a little pause right now, sure, that's fine. We all um, switch gears and take little avenues. But also, sometimes I see people using this also as um, maybe an excuse. So if that relates to you, and maybe you're saying, I don't want to wear a mask to work out, or, oh, virtual doesn't work for me, give it a little bit more of a try. Because it is really, it's really nice to have that that connector. This is one of the things that we have to look forward to. I hear that from so many of our clients. Like, I still have something to look forward to when I wake up in the morning. I know that I can just log into Zoom and and there are all my friends. And even though I'm not coming to the gym, I still get to see everyone. So um, I have seen some people who maybe, you know, are are thinking that this is maybe a, a reason to not connect to not come back to the gym for one reason or another and if if that sounds like you just just remind yourself don't make excuses this is a it's a really good thing and it's really important right now to stay in touch to stay connected to to exercise and I don't even necessarily mean here just find something that really works right for you right so important and as we we as we go on on this podcast we're going to talk about like you know healthy habits doesn't have to equate to hard workouts mm -hmm. you know setting a goal of walking 10,000 steps a day or just trying to be a little bit more active than you have been is a good healthy goal to set it doesn't necessarily have to be coming to the gym or getting an intense workout or limiting your caloric intake like Sure, those are what's promoted mm -hmm. out there in the, the fitness marketing world, but that doesn't necessarily equate to healthy living, and that's not what we try to promote. Right. You know, Obviously, that can be part of it, but there are an array of options out there that you can choose from uh, to kind of continue to get on that path of healthier you. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously, you have to be ready for that. It's, it's this whole complicated process, right? And, and there's a lot of inf information and misinformation out there. But I think what we've learned, a part of what I've learned in this pandemic is, and I've kind of took a note of this early in the pandemic when things started, I just wish as Americans, we had a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? It means like, you know, our our daily intake of food, how we looked at nutrition as fuel instead of something that we indulge in. Yes. You know, like looking at your our lifestyles as, as individually and say, hey, you know what? This is where I can improve a little bit better. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not just talking about physical health. I'm talking about mental health, spiritual health. All that is combined, you know, just if we can just get a little healthier, I think this pandemic wouldn't have hit this country as hard as it would have. And that's, you know, that's particularly related more in the physical health field. Mm -hmm. um, but I do wonder, like, if we as a nation was a healthier nation, uh, if the numbers wouldn't have been as greatly impacted as we are today. Mm -hmm. You know, ob obviously the virus will probably continue to spread like wildfire like it has been and it's a really sad situation but i do feel like if we took you know the, the way i look at it is like we're taking the precautions seriously because we understand the seriousness of the virus now sure. but what if we took care of our health mm -hmm. like we treated this virus in a sense of like hey 
our long-term health depends on what we do today. So let's take that seriously. That's like, I wish we took that more seriously. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. When yeah. you look at the higher risk categories, it is, you know. It's a um, controllable factors. Yes, exactly. Right. It's mm -hmm. a controllable factors. But, and that's why part of what we do, we try to educate because we understand like education doesn't happen overnight. You know, that's why I've never done like, here's a 30 day diet plan or weight loss plan. Here's a packet that I want to, I'm going to send home with every client. Cause chances are when you send those packets home, most clients won't read it mm -hmm. and it's overwhelming. Right. If it's overwhelming, clients are not going to do it. Right. So now like if you're actually listening to this podcast, you're getting inside our brain as to why we don't do certain things because we obviously have reasons. We're not just like, ah, oh, that's forget about it. No, no. We have our reasons why we do certain things. We don't do certain things. And our approach is like if we get to interact with you, we're going to throw a one piece of golden nugget at a time. And and if you take that, that's great. If not, no worries. That's right. no offense to us. And, right. and, and because we understand that like that willingness to change or willingness to want to change needs to be there for that to be effective. Right. And what works with, with one person may not be, you know, the, f the first stepping stone for somebody else. Yeah. So we also have to get to know all of our clients too. We can't just say, here's a generalized statement. This is what we want you to eat. And this is what we want you to do. It's, it's really personal for everybody who walks in the door mm -hmm. so we can make suggestions. And I think that's, that's going to be really the focus of this, this season too, is mm -hmm. breaking it down and talking about all of these different individual topics mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can, get a little dive a little deeper into why we do things that we do why we don't do things that we do yeah you know like people always wonder why i don't ask them what they weigh <laughs> yeah i mean like it's yeah we, we can dive into that further into the detail and we tend to stray away from like what the mainstream media promotes in terms of weight loss and fitness and right. You know, you look at some of our movements, it's the same thing. We don't really do bicep curls and sit-ups. And there's obvious reasons for that. And I think for clients and, and for people who are listening who are clients of ours, I think it's going to be interesting to hear like, oh, maybe that's why. That or, you makes know, sense That makes now. sense yeah. now. Because sometimes like we're doing, we, we're good at what we do, but we don't explain it. Mm -hmm. So this podcast gives us a platform to kind of talk about it. and so if any clients wants to dig further into and dive into the reasons why this is where we can really talk about those kind of topics and discussions right you know and then it's same thing with how we've kind of handled this pandemic you know if we you know i got you know, it's it's interesting like social media posts are crazy like it reaches so far Mm -hmm. um, I actually got off the phone right before you walked in and, and, and Daily Item wants to interview me based on the Facebook post that I made a couple weeks ago oh, in nice. regards to masking and, you know, what we can do as a community. And, it, and it's, it's been incredible. But if we recall, like nine month nine month ago, we decided to close our doors before we were mandated to shut down because we knew that was what's best for the community. And we feel like we're kind of facing the similar kind of situations now on the dance side mm -hmm. with the uh, rapid raise in the, uh, in the COVID cases in the, in the, in, in, in our area. Um, but I think in terms of like, you know, I've always said this. And then I think when you have a clear vision of what your business wants to be, uh, it, it makes, it almost makes decision-making easier. Right. 
because it's like I know that we exist because of our community. We want to take care of them. We love our community. That's number one. So when you think that, our actions needs to follow and match that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the actions have been like kind of easy to make. Um, sure, there are certain aspects of our business that has taken a huge hit and it's been it's been hard. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been easy by any means, but I can go to bed knowing that I did the right thing and I feel like that's more important. And And I think in terms of like, what do we want our youth to see, right? Do we want our youth to see that what we care about is our community or do we want our youth to see that I, you know, because we're a business, we're going to focus on just staying open and doing our thing. Right. I can't do that. You know, I can't, I, I just can't, I don't have it in me. I care about, I care about the future generations too much. And, and I want them to have a good example to look up to. And I, 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 I want to, I, I'm continuously strive to be a good example for that, you know, um, and then you've been along the ride for so long, so you kind of know how that is. And Absolutely. And I think one thing for everybody, if you don't know this about Hitty and I, Hitty gets hyper-focused, hyper-focused. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, like he said, you know, he, he, has a, he has a focus and a vision for his business. And he has, it's, it's, it's really incredible to watch him as he goes because, you know, I might make a suggestion and he might say no. And here's why. And then he might say, that doesn't go along with this philosophy. And that's what this is all about. So, you know, where, where I'm bringing in all these, you know, different ideas, maybe it's from a client or, or, you know, a family, or maybe it's just something I've thought of myself. And, you know, he always wa- makes sure that it, it fits into that, that category. And even as, as we've been navigating through this pandemic it's it's sort of funny to watch the two of us because Hitty gets very focused and he's ready to go and he's ready to roll and here's where we're going and then there's me kind of trying to catch up behind him like but 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 <laughs> and and we always make it work and it makes my job easier also because he always reminds me of the focus and the philosophy and what we're here for and I'm more of the, let's give it a minute and think about it. And he's like, nope, we're going. We're going. Come on. Well, we're it's, going. it's a good balance, though. I mean, I always <laughs> have said I, working for me probably is not easy because I am like, in a way, I'm strong headed in, in what I what I envision. Right. And, and I know that about myself. And I think it takes a special people to be like, I want to work for that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it quite like that. I remember, though, when we were going virtual, like I said, I'm more of the like, like, let's pause and think. Uh-huh. And I work another job and I was there for this whole weekend and it was really busy. So I couldn't really answer my phone. And Hitty was texting me all weekend. This is what we're going to do. And this is what I'm thinking. And what do you think about that? And every time I would pick up my phone, there would be more and more and more texts from Hitty. And I would be like, oh, my goodness, I need time to think about it. And then he kind of decided on his own. We're starting virtual on Monday, and I'm going to do the classes. And in my mind, I was like, no, we need more time. I need to think about this. We can't do this. And I was thinking of all of the reasons why we can't. And he was thinking of all of the reasons why we can and we should. And we just kind of, you know, jumped off the cliff together. And here we are. So yeah. that I, so th- that to me wasn't hard. It was a little scary because we were like diving in head first. Um, 
but I kind of needed that little nudge off the off the edge because yeah. I might I personally might have thought about it for too long mm. and talked myself out of it where you were like nope let's go let's do <laughs> it and it all worked out and we figured it out as we went so it's just I guess that's just how my brain works yeah yeah <laughs> and just like this you're like hey we're doing podcasts again yeah it's and true <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I well you know the way I looked at this podcast and I hope that like listeners can can see this that this is our intention is I wanted to provide a bright spot in their day. Like mm-hmm. that's always been my goal, no matter everything that I do. I think in terms of like, what can we do for people? And and I think it's it took me a while to get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I have something I can give to the world and, and that, can be, that can be valuable to some. Mm-hmm. To others, probably not. I'd say maybe 99% of the population probably won't find this podcast interesting. But that 1% of the population might be like, wow, this is something I can look forward to. Great. For that 1% of population, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Sure. Right? And I thought to myself, like, me talking on a, in front of a computer screen is not really fun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, who can I have as a co-host? I was like, oh, Coach Michelle, she'll be perfect because <laughs> we have these kind of conversations. Sometimes I sit and I have a conversation. I'm like, we should have recorded that because that would have been a really good message to send out. Right. You know, and so that's our intention on this podcast. And and we're going to do this weekly. Mm-hmm. And so you might see like the really cool part of our 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 conversation. And we might also see really ugly part of our conversation. <laughs> like, Wow, they're not agreeing today, <laughs> which is okay. We always find a way to to work it through. I mean, like the we do. Yeah, we do. I, I think that's you know, even if I'm suggesting something that maybe you know isn't uh, in line with what we're doing, you always explain to me why, and and uh, I don't think I ever you know yeah. come like no, we're not doing this. So I just I generally I I said to him the other day, you know, you're adorable when you're manic because <laughs> he was just diving in and he, he was ready to go. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, I, I have missed recording podcasts like it gives us a moment to pause in life. Mm-hmm. Right. And just like talk about anything and everything and just put it out in the universe and say, whoever wants to listen to our conversation and be a fly on the wall. I think of that like what what is that Clay Aiken's song? I think it was from American Idol season one. I don't know why I remember this. <laughs> Maybe some of the listeners can re- re- relate. It was Ruben Stutter was the 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 who won the American American Idol season one and Clay Aiken was uh, the runner up. And he had a single called I Wish I Can Fly. Actually, I Wish I Can Be a Fly on Your on your Wall. I forget. Maybe somebody can tell me what the song title was. But anyways, <laughs> I just think of that song. See, I get hyper-focused and I get, it, get, it get pulled uh-huh. away. And then I think of that and I get hyper-focused on that and it just keeps going. <laughs> Maybe we should stop recording before I go completely bananas today. Uh, <laughs> no, I think, I think, yeah, I think this is a good start. Give people an idea of what we're – and we also want to hear from, from everyone out yes. there too if there's things you want to hear about because we're on this side. Uh, you know, if, if you have questions, we even talked about maybe doing some question-answer things. If, you know, we could pull out some – some questions from our listeners absolutely yeah we we appreciate any kind of feedback any questions suggestions of the topics that you want us to cover send it to me in an email at rmsdanville at yahoo.com mm-hmm. uh, and we'll be more than happy to to address that each week on the podcast uh, this podcast we're going to try to release it every friday is our goal so we're going to record couple and then we'll start releasing them it'll be the season two over in our community podcast 
it's so good to be back. <laughs> it really is. And I'm really excited for the journey ahead and see what kind of value we can provide uh, to the community of listeners uh, who tunes in every week. Right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. He thinks I'm not, but I really am. <laughs> <laughs> so great to hear that. So let's get this show on the road and then uh, we'll see what happens here. Thank you for joining us on our first episode back. And we look forward to uh, speaking with you again next week. Yeah. See you next week.